Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. Join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. We gather a seasoned elder, myself as the middle generation, and a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations, prepare to engage or hear perspectives that literally no one else has had. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Discover a new educational and interactive podcast, Stories for Kids by Lingo Kids. Our episodes are packed with fun activities. Right, Elliot? Oh, yes! We went shape hunting around the block, and we found spheres and cubes on the street. That was great fun. Join Stories for Kids, the Lingo Kids podcast, inspiring you to learn while having fun. Listen to Stories for Kids on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Listening makes us smarter, more connected people. It makes us better partners, parents, and leaders. And there's no better place to start listening than Audible. Audible is where so many inspiring voices and compelling stories open listeners up to new experiences and ways of thinking. Audible members now get more than ever before. Members choose three titles every month, one audiobook plus two Audible originals that you can't hear anywhere else. Members also have unlimited access to more than 100 audio-guided fitness and meditation programs. Audible delivers bestsellers, business, self-improvement, memoirs, and more, all professionally narrated by actors, authors, and motivational superstars like Rachel Hollis, David Goggins, and Mel Robbins. Audible members can also get free access to the New York Times, Wall Street Journal, and Washington Post delivered daily to the Audible app. With the convenient app, members can access Audible anytime, at the gym, while commuting, or on the go, and on any device. We'll always pick right back up where you left off. Audible also offers free and easy audiobook exchanges, credits you can roll over for a year, and a library you keep forever even if you cancel. Explore all the ways listening on Audible can help improve mind, body, and soul with entertainment, information, and inspiration. You can get titles from your favorite iHeart talent such as Chelsea Handler, Danny Shapiro, Charlemagne the God, and Bobby Bones on Audible. Start listening now with a 30-day Audible trial and your first audiobook plus two Audible originals are free. Visit audible.com slash iHeart or text iHeart to 500-500. My next guest is the starting safety for the Minnesota Vikings of the National Football League. He's also the co-owner of a cold therapy facility in Richmond, Virginia. He played college football at Virginia, one of my favorite schools. He was signed by the Vikings as an undrafted free agent in 2015. He also has one of the coolest social media names. Who's that dude? (laughs) Please welcome to Money Making Conversation, Anthony Harris. How you doing? 
Good morning. Anthony, where you come up with the Who's That Dude? I love that name, man. Where you get that name from? <laughs> That's from the alma mater. Um, you know, I just try, decided to put a little spin on it. Mm-hmm. Um, instead, instead of spelling it W-H-O, I decided to go, you know, with how, I, how my alma mater spells Who's um, and kind of correlate that to my, my university as well. So that's part of branding, huh? Just you are you a branding guy, you're a marketing guy. What's your what's your degree background? I'm just trying to do it. I try to be a little bit catchy, you know. Um, you know, coming into college, you know, as a freshman, it was all about, you know, coming in and proving myself. And yes, sir. um and one thing I wanted to, you know, kind of set right away was um, you know, I kinda wanted people to, to grab people's attention and kinda make them ask themselves who that do. So um some people think it's kinda more one of those things where I'm being a little bit confident and and it's like a rhetorical question, but um, it, it was intended to be like a genuine question of making a statement and having people don't wonder who's that dude. Right, 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 right. So when you say, are you bothered by that when people say that uh, uh, the word cocky or overconfident? Uh, you know, I see your photos. You know, you 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 have a model style about you, which I like. You know, so, so does that bother you? You know, you're posing. You know, you you're making that hit. You know, what I'm saying on the streets. Are you? Uh, what, what's your future in that area? No, no, it doesn't. It doesn't bother me too much. Um, I, you know, I understand a lot of people are going to have a a different perspective or a different understanding of different things. So, um, you know, when they when they tend to ask me the question, or um, you know, I tend to kind of you know let them know, or, or if they try to suggest um, that you know maybe I might be meaning in that way, I just you know, kind of explain it. No, it's not. It's not intended to be that way at all. But I, I don't get offended by it at all. Awesome. Well, it's great. We're going to talk about your business, but it's that time of the year. We just finished the NFL Combine, which I think is uh, blowing up. Uh, you know, I see all the celebrities that are tweeting various athletes who are running 40s and lifting weights and doing shuttle drills. Were you able to participate in the NFL Combine when you came out? No, um, I, I got invited. Um, at the time, I was recovering from a shoulder and hand surgery I had gotten in December. Um, so me, I, I had the privilege of attending the combine, but unfortunately I wasn't able to actually participate in any of the drills. Just, I was able to, you know, visually experience that as well as just the interaction with the coaches and the players. Yeah. You got to, to walk around in your underwear, get the measurements and talk to the coaches. That's what you got to do. Right? <laughs> <laughs> which, is, which is famous, man. It's famous. So, so that's part of the process. Now, I reason I wanted to talk about, um, your, your, your NFL experience a little bit because you were undrafted free agent, which means you come mm-hmm. into camp with no guarantees. At least if you get drafted, there's a general feeling they want to keep their draft picks. When you come mm-hmm. in as an undrafted free agent, what was running through your – first of all, when the draft – draft you went through the process of sitting through all these rounds of draft. Did you make a big deal? Did you have a draft party? Or you just wasn't – or you just say, hey, I don't know where I'm going to get drafted. I'm going to just lay low and find out what happens. How did you approach your draft day? Um, for me, it was, uh, I actually had a little family gathering, um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, for, for me, it was, it was kind of a, one of those things where I was ex- expected to be taken, mm-hmm. um, you know, in, in the second to third round. Mm-hmm. Um, but for me, a guy coming out, um, never really experienced it. Um, I've always kind of, you know, took the, you know, um, the little low, subtle route, um, so I had a few people over. Didn't really make too much of a big big mm-hmm. deal about it, you know. Growing up as a kid, I had to watch the NFL drafts, and um, you know, you hear about the different mock drafts and and where different players mm-hmm. are supposed to go, mm-hmm. but it never quite works out like that. So mm-hmm. um, for me, I had kind of prepared myself for you know the unexpected 
mm-hmm. um, which was anything could happen. So mm-hmm. we had a few people over, um, ended up going undrafted. Um, but before the draft was over, um, you know, in the last round or so, um, I had a number of teams call up. Right. Um, and, and at the time, they either said that they they were out of picks for the, for the draft that year or either, um, you know, they were going to go in another direction with another position with their last pick. Um, but they, you know, expressed that they had interest of um, trying to sign me to their roster um, for going to camp. So um, at that point, I, was, I, was, I felt pretty good about uh, getting the opportunity. And for me, it was just about if I can get an opportunity that um, I'll be able to show and prove that, you know, I belong in the NFL. So that pretty much happened for me going into camp. My mindset was <clears throat> pretty much that, you know, whatever team I went to, that they were getting a steal. Um, right. Whether they knew it or not, um, they it, somebody it didn't special. really matter. But <laughs> yeah, yeah, it didn't really, it didn't really matter whether they knew it um, or not. If they that they would was getting a steal um, with a, a un, undrafted player, but um, that was kind of my attitude going in. Was I'm gonna go in? Nobody's gonna really expect anything of me, right? Um, but once I get healthy, um, people are gonna, you know, they're they're gonna have to take notice um, just by my level of play and just going out there and showing what I can do on the field. And that has been the case. And they also say, just note to my uh, viewers and my listeners, it said when you get late in the draft like that, it's actually better to be undrafted because you can actually negotiate a better deal for yourself and you also can control the team you want to go to. Is that not true? Yeah, yeah. You know, um, part of the business side, of, you know, that they particularly say, you know, the first, the first three rounds are, are guys who they really, really want. Um, and and really expect to you know make that final roster, right? Um, but you know the, the NFL it's it's a very competitive work environment, very competitive business. Um, there are people who come in and get drafted, and um, you know once the season starts, they're no longer with the team um, just because of the number of spots and just how competitive it is. Um, but you know the later rounds, um, those guys they go and get opportunity, but. At the same time, you know, b- being able to go in as a free agent, um, it does kind of, the one advantage is kind of controlling what situation you go into. But, you know, at that point, you know, if, you're, if you fall in the free agency um, category, then you, you're pretty much got to compete wherever you go anyway. Yeah. The, the last two years, I'm a big football fan. So, uh, you know, when you talk about a talent like you, it's all about transitioning. What do you do when you're not hitting somebody? What do you do when you're not playing football? And I'm assuming that what you're doing – uh, opening this cold therapy uh, facility in Richmond, Virginia, Richmond, Virginia, is part of that transition and small business that you're trying to create for yourself. Correct? Yeah, yeah. It's about you know creating that opportunity, creating that platform, um, you know, for you to be successful, and that's that's successful on the field. Um, you have to you know translate that to off the field as well. So um, in season and off season, that stuff translates to from diet down to recovery as well, uh, you know, going into tough workouts and being able to, you know, finish up your day and get your body ready to go the next day. That's just as important. So for me, um, you know, I decided to, you know, I used the cryotherapy business. Um, and then once, you know, using that to help improve my recovery, I decided to join it um, as far as business-wise and expanding there. Okay. Let's let's break that down a little bit, just to generally uh... – uh, is cryotherapy sometimes known as cold therapy? Is a local general yep. use of low temperatures in medical therapy? It's used to treat various uh, type of tissue issues. Now, I'm a regular guy, you know. I, 
would I would I engage myself in this type of therapy? Just a regular guy out there playing hoops, or a guy who runs like uh, several miles a week. I know you're not just you're not just attacking. Are you attacking just the everyday athlete, or the or the wannabe athlete, or the high school athlete, or the or the or the semi-pro or pro athlete? What do you what are you focusing on with this uh, facility? Um, this it's it's just the you know um. A wealth, a wealth fitness, um, you know, approach. Um, right. it's, mm-hmm. it's not just for the, you know, the professional athlete or, or the everyday athlete that's going in. Um, this is something in a service that, you know, can um, be utilized by a, a large-scale crowd. Um, it doesn't necessarily have to be recovery for fitness. It can be recovery from injury. Um, and, you know, you don't have to be in sports to, to you know, to be involved in an accident and, and have some sort of injury. So, um, I mean, we have people who come in from getting in car accidents, they have a back pain, um, they can hop in the machine and, you know, it, it pretty much, <clears throat> it pretty much helps their body recover as far as dropping their body down to a low temperature, um, causing the body to have it heat itself up. And that helps with blood circulation and, you know, flushing out that old damaged tissue and that old damaged blood in that area and getting, you know, fresh blood in there so it can properly heal and heal faster. Um, so we have people coming in, not just in the sports world and the mm-hmm. fitness world, but mm-hmm. just from day to day, whether it's injuries due to, um, you know, old, um, old activities or mm-hmm. whether it's injuries just due to age or they just, their body isn't moving as well. So the machine can help um, promote uh, mobility and, and relieve some stiffness as well. So you're saying that, okay, Rashad, look here, brother. You're walking around like you're 80, okay, now. Come over here to my <laughs> facility. I can get you at least to 60. <laughs> so so yeah. it's about yeah. therapy. It's about therapy. My daughter, she played tennis. Uh, she was a pro. And like I said, she was always doing these massages. She was always uh, either going through various therapy, you know, because she was always putting stress on her body. So, mm-hmm. and, and so she was an athlete. She was, she turned pro in a, when she was 16. So with that being said, how would I, how would I, how would I have incorporated this into her, into her process of recovery or ongoing weekly therapy? Yeah. Um, you know, you can go a number of ways about it. Um, some people, you know, they, they use it as a, as a, as a day starter. They come in in the morning and they get in and right away, um, you know, that circulation, it brings you a lot more energy right away. Um, you know, that circulation throughout your body brings you energy to your limbs, um, pushes oxygen to your brain. So it mm. kind of gets you going right away and gets you really alert. Um, but, you know, with the joints and the muscles and different things like that, um, you know, with that extra oxygen and blood flow rushing through there, it allows some more mobility. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's how it helps with recovery. You know, sometimes when you lift, you're sore um, or just from day to day soreness, you know, you, you have a, a, a long day at work or you're sitting down a lot um, and you notice that your knees or your ankles tend to get stiff on you. Mm-hmm. Um, if you can come in and, and, and use, utilize that in the morning, um, that's something that can get you going. That's pretty hot. Um, and get you off to that's a start. I'm on the phone with Who's That Dude? That's the starting safety of the Minnesota Vikings, Anthony Harris. When we come back, I want to talk to him about my favorite restaurant in Richmond, Croker Spot. You go there, Anthony? Crocus. Yeah, I've been there a few Come times. Come on now. We're going to talk about it. We're going to talk about it. More money-making conversations. Hi, this is Rashawn McDonald. I'm back. You know, 
I was talking to my man, uh, Who's That Do? That's a social media handle. Uh, social media handle, I think, is one of the coolest handles I've uh, seen out there. Being a guy who's about brand building and about marketing, uh, the way you can get it rolling is by having something unique. And uh, Who's That Dude is very unique. It is tied to the starting safety of the Minnesota Vikings, Anthony Harris, who's based out of Richmond, Virginia, correct? Yep, Richard Virginia. Okay, before we even get rolling anymore, see, I had this thing on my on my website called uh, Rushan Eats because I'm a foodie, and I travel all over this country. Whenever I get to Richmond, I gotta stop by Croker Spot Restaurant, one of my favorite restaurants in the country. Uh, come on, Anthony, I know you go there, don't you? Yeah, yeah, I go to Croker Spot a good bit. Um, <laughs> I, I go to Croker Spot a good bit. Sometimes, the, you know, the family sends me over there for a few runs to pick up some things. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's not it's not always easy getting over there and get what they want. It's a, it's a busy place. It's a busy place. My favorite place, the best cornbread in the world. They put that caramel on top of that cornbread, brother. Mm, 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 mm. Special, special, special. It's a seafood uh, restaurant. Uh, big portions. That's what we like. Big portions. Uh, great food. It's a, like he said, it's a packed place. But I just wanted to give... Uh, Crookers, a shout out because uh, the fact that they've fed me many, many times uh, in that restaurant over the years. And every time I get over there, I always tell them I got my, my producer. She lives in Richmond. And periodically, Anthony, I have a ship me some cornbread. <laughs> <laughs> so let's get back to you, man, in pro football. How long is pro football going to last for you, my friend? I'm not sure. I mean, right now my body's feeling good. I'm still excited to get up every day. Uh, going into work, um, I tell a lot of people it doesn't even feel like work. You know, it's just it's getting up and, and going in to do something that I love to do. So as long as I'm able to go out there and perform at a high level and I'm I'm feeling excited about it, I'm going to continue to do it. Now, now, quick question. Did you finish your degree at the University of Virginia or where were with that? Yeah, um, you know, I graduated in uh, three and a half years um, with a sociology degree, so I finished up over there at Virginia just before entering the draft. It's amazing how many people come on my show with a sociology degree. My minor was sociology. My degree is in mathematics. And sociology mm-hmm. changed my life, man. I always mm-hmm. tell people that because people understand that, you know, you, you, when, you, when you go through high school, you go through life, you learn that they're just telling you what they want to tell you. When you take sociology, you really, it really breaks down what information you don't know and how people interact. Tell me about mm-hmm. t- just just tell everybody the, the the importance of what sociology and getting that getting that degree has played in your life because it play, it changed my life. Yeah, um, one thing it do one thing it did, um, you know, it, it allowed me to step back and and get an understanding of you know how we as people and how it and how a society, um, essentially how we evolve, um, how we continue to grow, how we continue to change, um, and then it allowed me to understand. Um, that everybody has a different view, um, and that's okay. Um, you know, that's that's just part of life. That everybody's not going to agree. Everybody's not going to always, you know, be on the same page. So once you can understand that, um, it allows you to, you know, avoid so many problems and and move forward on different issues and different topics, and to continue to be able to always progress um, in a direction that you want to go based off of, you know, the things that are going on around you. Um, the things that you can control, um, and the things that have happened in the past. In, your, in their sociology course, did they have African American studies in that in that platform? Yes, they did. Uh, I'm gonna tell you something. Um, this is an honest question, honest statement. Is that uh, when I realized what I didn't know, 
and what the school system had taught me, I, I was really brought to tears about the information that was denied me that, you know, when you, when you go through uh, high school, they tell you that uh, you was brought over, you know, uh, and then also you were freed, and then you jumped to the Jim Crow laws, then you jumped to Brown, Brown versus Board of Education, then you jumped to the I Have a Dream speech, and then you're done. You're done with black history in, in the school system, except when they celebrate during Black History Month. If you have the chance, anybody, black or white, if you have a chance to take a sociology course, I always recommend people to do that. It, it changed my perspective. Uh, like I said, I'm very successful what I do in life, but it's also tied to the fact that I have a very open mind when I look at people. I have a clear understanding that life is, uh, is, is about opportunity and what you take. Uh, race does play a role. Uh, where you're born does play a role. How much money you have does play a role. But if you are willing to put forth an opportunity and set all that aside, Set all that up and ignore it and realize that, look, I'm going to die black. I'm going to die. I might have been born poor. doesn't mean I have to live a poor life or die a poor life. And that's what sociology did for me. It, it made me really realize that, that, that the limits that I put on myself can be self-imposed. Do not allow society to dictate to you who you should be based on your race, based on your economic uh, growth, based on the, the, the system that tells you where you should be. And that's what it brought to me. And I, I'm so proud whenever I speak to someone who, who's been influenced by sociology because I know, Anthony, you're a better person because you, not saying that people who don't take that degree, but you have a better insight onto life because of what sociology brings to you. Mm-hmm. Now, after that little soapbox moment, let's get back to you. <laughs> because I just, you know, I just, I always like to tell people that when I, I if so many people come on my show and it just always impacts me so positively that I have to let people know that, that I'm just going to let you know, Anthony, because you, you have a certain insight, I, I want you to make sure you share that, share those values. Yeah. Make sure you yeah. mentor, man, because you have, you've, you've, you've been, you've been blessed through education with a, clean and unique understanding how life really is. You know, you can mm-hmm. you can have a degree in engineering, you can have a degree in computer science, you can have a, my daughter's in gaming. But man, unless you understand that that a lot of times we fail. When if I want to talk about African American, that's who I am, African American. A lot of people uh, fault racism as a reason we fail so much. No, a lot of times it's about how you present yourself. I always tell people decisions are made on your right and your left. People mm-hmm. look to their right, they look to the left or look in front of them and make decisions. That's how people make decisions. You never look behind you to make decisions. You never go, oh, let me go. No, nobody ever turns around to make a decision. They look to the left, they look to the right, they look in front of you. Your job is to be on the left or right and in front. Now, you know that for a fact as an athlete. If you want to yep. make the coaches or impress the coaches, you have to be in front of them. You have to do actually. You can't be over there drinking water on the sideline <laughs> all the time. Otherwise, they're going to go, what does he do? Oh, he drinks water really good, coach. Okay, we won't play him. And so that's what life is. And so, so do you correlate what you do on a, on a, as a professional athlete to what happens, what you can do as, a, as an everyday person? Are you, are you able to correlate that? Yeah, yeah. Um, there's a lot of, you know, um, things that carry over, not just from um, football, but as an athlete and sports in general that you can carry over to life um, that are good things. You know, um, you know you, what you, the results you get, um, are going to be based off of the efforts that you put in. Um, you know, you and then success, success comes when, you know, your preparation meets opportunity. Um, you know, if you're on the field and you, you studied and you worked hard, 
um, you've got your body in shape, you've got your mind in shape, and you visualize, you know, making that play, and you've seen it a bunch on film, you've done it in practice, and then the opportunity in the game is presented. Um, if you're prepared, you're going to go and make that play. Um, that's just like in real life, you know. Um, if you're prepared when you go and work every day, um, or if you're prepared with the right attitude, um, if you go into a situation and it and it could be negative, um, as long as your mind is right and you're prepared and understand how to handle adversity, um, you will be all right in that decision um, and your decision making and 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 then controlling the results as much as possible. Cool. Let's uh, find out where is your location uh, of your uh, of your uh, business, uh, your cold therapy business in Richmond, Virginia. Where is it located at? Uh, we're located off we're located off of uh, West Broad Street out of Henrico, um, just by Short Pump Mall. Mm-hmm. Um, and the address is eleven five seven five West Broad Street. We have a phone number to the business. Yeah, we have a phone number. If you want to call in. Um, and get locations or either schedule an appointment. It's uh, 804-562-4009. It always says, and that's Cryo RBA. Cool. So t- give us that number one more time, Anthony. I apologize for interrupting you. It's 804-562-4009. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've answered the question about regular people, uh, everyday people, uh, athletes so it's a very diverse uh, opportunity to hear but before we leave i want you to talk about your uh, your, your foundation and what it means to okay. you why you got it started yeah um the one love foundation um it uh unfortunately in 2010 a young lady who attended the university of virginia um just before um, i arrived on campus uh she was a student athlete and she was in a relationship with another athlete um, and unfortunately, it was an unhealthy relationship, mm-hmm. um, and it escalated to the point where, um, you know, her life was taken, mm-hmm. um, and her boyfriend at the time, um, his life ruined as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and from that moment on, um, the young lady's mother, uh, sharing love, um, she wanted to start a foundation in hopes of raising awareness for unhealthy relationships, mm-hmm. um, specifically targeted at uh, teenagers. Um, to be able to help try to avoid situations like that from happening, if you could, you know, spot signs of an unhealthy relationship um, before they, you know, reach that boiling point, um, then potentially you can save a life. So the organization was started uh, shortly after in 2011 um, and where I took place in uh, some events at UVA as a student. And then um, as my platform grew, um, now being in the NFL for my uh, going on fifth season, um, I decided to use, utilize my platform to help raise awareness um, as well as financial support for the uh, for the organization. Well, congratulations. Uh, this is Anthony Harris, um, very talented starting safety for the Minnesota Vikings, graduate of the University of Virginia uh, in sociology three and a half years. Uh, you keep winning, young man. Uh, please tell your team to send some banners and posters so I can promote your business on my social media. And I look forward to having you back on my show. More money being comes. I really appreciate the time. 
Thank you, my friend. You need to check out the wireless earbuds from Raycon. Raycon earbuds start off at about half the price of any other premium wireless earbuds on the market, and they sound just as amazing. Unlike some of your other wireless options, Raycon earbuds are both stylish and discreet, with no dangling wires or stems. And of course, they don't just look great, they sound great too. And they're perfect for listening to all your favorite iHeartRadio podcasts on the go. So, go to buyraycon.com slash iHeart to get 20% off your order. That's buyraycon.com slash iHeart for 20% off Raycon wireless earbuds. If you've been eyeing a pair, now is the time to get an amazing deal. One more time, buyraycon.com slash iHeart.